It's always love. We the best music.
from Keys to the Street Radio to accept But I'll never see that boo if I had to do time nah. Thank God I recaptured my mind Got back on my grind Tried to push CDs but nobody was signed Bullet trains in Osaka Sipping sake wine nah, Networking Used to rhyme off that Rossi yeah. rhyme With yeah. cuz on my mind But it was not my time JB yeah. took me to K-Lose Had to pay dues Silky right. said whatever you do The breach that you From faulty uh, managers uh, To uh, open amateurs Battling and mingle uh, Getting booed on camera Put your hands up Put your hands up. Put them up, y'all. Put them up. D. Labrie. Shouts out to Sean Black. R.I.P. Biggie. I get my win from the end of the beginning. Ten of my immediate friends is all in. We live it up like Ja Rule to Azul. He mad tequila, dreaming of my girl Tia. This the game of twins up in my double N. Where you at? I'm in the Bay, bitch. LMFAO, in the West they go. They blow by fast, through the nights they slow. Way oh, way oh, let me get my mind right. Ritual, habitual, lyrical limelight. Off tippers, top off strippers. Small hipsters slip me on like slippers. Best popper, less soccer. So trendy, she wanna have fun like Cindy Lopper. And that's proper English. Distinguish me from Sponge Robert. Lunge and get clobber, you gotta. Put your hands up. Yeah, put your hands up. Put your hands up, put your, put your, put your hands up. Pump it up, raise the roof, play the flute. G-thang like Dre and Snoop. One, two, three into the four, we will be in no hurry. Groundhog Day, Bill Murray. How your girl feeling on me? It feels dirty. She all in my pearly whites, cause you real nerdy. Call her Miss Purdy. Hitting on my cock like Herbie. Inhaling a lot, but not Kirby. This ain't dreamland, see me on C-SPAN. You a fake, wanna be African like I can, man? On our meme fam, all the way to Greenland. Wingspan, take you there like Sean Kingston. Ahead of myself, future gotta catch up. Another time zone, so our grinds never match up. Attach much. To my resume, fuck them all. All net and one when I touch the ball. Put your hands up. Yeah, put your hands up. Put your hands up. Put your, put your, put your hands up. Sean Blizzle, thanks for the sizzle. Snoop and Jay Z got the shizzle from Mac Drizzle. Or maybe E Fizzle, or maybe my nigga sick of luffer. Big Drop Puffer with young Drop Color. I want my rainbow back, like Ye saying, don't gay bash. Oh, don't say that. Oh, okay, smash. Oh, you don't say rash to bump. That's Sean Black, got the trunk on blast. Higher ground with immortal tech and poison pen. To my niggas, my boys, friends, and closest kin. The love is forever. I feel the support. When I see you at the store, we do more than share reports. And fuck a rap beef back and forth. And then retort, hit me on the hip, cause that's what friends for. Like Dion Warwick, we all from the dirt. When I'm out touring, these broads gon' berserk. Like, put your hands up. Yeah, put your hands up. 
Put your hands up. Put your, put your, put your hands up. Put your hands up. Yeah. Put your hands up. Put your hands up. Put your, put your, put your hands up. Productions making time repeat itself. Welcome, welcome, welcome. All right, another interesting Thursday. Hold on. Keys to the streets. Special couch edition here. As we're chilling, as we get into our live phone call from our featured artist. He's going to be calling us up. We was just listening and playing this video. Hope everybody's having a good one. As I get my mojo set up over here. All right, hope everybody's having a good one. Shout out to you. Make sure you check in, check in, tell a friend we are live. The link is live in the bio if you want to listen straight up. So, you know what I mean? So, you know what it is. I'm DJ Southside. Welcome, welcome. Welcome to the show. Um, my boy Jay will be coming back soon. He's uh, taking care of a few things. So, in the meantime, I'll be holding down the fort. It's our artist right now. Call from Steve Bree. Hey, hey, who's on the line? What's happening, man? It's Steve Bree. All right, give you a proper. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. What's up, brother man? All right, how's... to the streets. What's happening? You already know. You already know. My name is DJ Southside. Uh, normally, I have my uh, my guy with me, Jay, over here. So we just okay. Um, but we're doing it live from the Key House today. Shout out to everybody in the building. Everybody on the check in on the IG. And um, yeah, so now, is that Southside Jamaica Queens? Yeah, man. Yeah, is that what that is? yeah. I love it. I love it. Yeah, where you from? I'm from East Oakland, man, but you know, we rock with y'all, man. Like, you know, it's a lot of love for y'all out here. I, I got a lot of people from New York and from Queens. And, you know, I really am a big fan of y'all music, y'all music, Burrow. Uh, you know, my first time I came to New York, even before I had a lot of music out, I came out there just to kind of peep the scene and see what New York was like and kind of get that hip hop history 
And uh, I remember I took the subway with my girl all the way to Southside Jamaica, Queens to the last stop. And we were just looking around like, oh, what's this? You know what I'm saying? What's going on? Because all I really knew mostly about was Queensbridge. And then I just was kind of exploring the subway. <laughs> and so I went to the end, like, you know what I'm saying? I said, that's Oakland, a- to Brook- Oakland, to- Oakland to Brooklyn to Queens. We went to every borough like a field trip. I love you it. Me? That was like 2000, 2001 before the... Uh, where a tray went down. Ooh. I still got the pick. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. That was a great time, too. We was open, open. Yeah, you right. Yeah, too. it was the wiggle, bro. It changed my life. It, it really did change my... It, 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 it enhanced my hip-hop career at the time. Like, it, it really hit at the right time because I, I, I was a big, big New York hip-hop fan growing up, like like most people were, you know? Yeah, yeah. well, I mean, at that time, East Coast did have it. You had Rockefeller. You had Nas. Uh, you had, like, a lot of... Um, Oh, it's called Harlem was doing their thing. So you had a lot of different boroughs that was really putting it down. And it was competitive. Right, and I'm, I'm going back. My, my fan, my fandom started way before all that. Like, way before my fandom go back to, uh, like, Houdini and stuff. You feel me? <laughs> like, well, no, I, was rocking, I was rocking New York hip-hop. And, uh, you know what I'm saying? The, the, like, the, the KRSs and the, 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 the gurus and the Kangstar. I, I, was, I grew up on that. But, I, you know, I also got my roots in, in East Oakland in the day. So, you know, it's all love. It's a it's a cultural hip but you know, one cultural hip hop maker to another. But you know, y'all had the original the original stuff I heard that was, you know, enticing me to be an artist. You feel me? Mm, I said talk about it's it. It's all the myths, it's all the gumbo pot, you know what I'm saying? Hey, hey, let's get it. So I wanna that's what I wanna know about your top five. Who's your top five dead or alive? Ooh, man, that's a good one. Um <laughs> see, cause we could go Cause we could go groups and then we could go, uh, like we could go solo, you know what I'm saying? It's, we could go either way in that direction. So like, you want me to just kind of throw out my, like um, you want to stick to solo rappers or how you want to do it? Um, well, I mean, some, some people actually like, they'll put the whole locks in there or they'll put the whole, uh, but if you, if you have a five <clears throat> groups that you fuck with and if you have five solo, give me both. I'll take both. Okay. Okay. Um, Groups is easier because it's like, you know, it's, it's a, it's kind of like a narrow, it's only could be so many, like, uh, groups, I'm gonna go, uh, number one off top gotta be Souls of Mischief, that's, that's my favorite group Ooh, of all time. Oh, man, You know, yes, and my dogs, yes. like, you know, and my, then my mentors, my big bros, that's like the group that really made me want to pursue this as a rapper, you know, like, like full time, like when I bought that album and heard it and was like, bro, this is it, this is what I'm trying to do. Cause I bought the album. I was going to school with A Plus at the time, but I, I was like, you know, still just a freshman. Yeah. And I was bought the album, and I was like, man, I was playing around, just just kind of learning the game, and like I loved rap. I I was into different arts, but I really was like, when I heard that, and and the kind of style of rap I was into, as a, as a, as a, and on the West Coast at that time, I was just like, man, this I can do this. Like this is what this is. This is my lane. This is the lane I'm trying to feel like vibing. This the this the subculture I'm into. You know this this underground hip hop vibe. Like I was loving it. So that one. So souls, we gonna go souls high row, and then um, groups, we gonna go. uh, We gotta throw, uh, of course, Outkast. And oh, second gotta be Wu Tang. And then you got like Tribe Called Quest, Outkast. Yes, indeed. And then we gonna go Looney's. Far side, like Ooh. in that realm, because it's hard for me to. I got a lot of favorite groups. I'm a group guy, so I, I, I like, you know, I love Bone. I love Bone, but then I gotta go. If I'm gonna go my tops, I gotta throw, uh, you know, kind of like Far Side Loonies in there, like, you know, yes. 
like the, some Oakland shit. Cause them Looney's is highly underrated. A lot of bass stuff be underrated. Like the real hip hop heads know, but on the mainstream media side, we get kind of sometimes our the the some of our classes get left off the list. They be thinking it was just a good single, but then some of them albums was banging, bro. Oh yeah, whole and so with no, solo rapper. Oh, I'm sorry, my bad. No, I was saying shout out to uh, Show and Tell. She on the check in, and I was gonna say to you that oh, that no, those are strong. Like. And those are very uh, what's called underrated, um, what's called groups. You feel me? Like groups is easier because it's like you know you we you know it's only gonna be a rotation of the, some of the greatest groups. Most people gonna rotate through a lot of the similar groups, but with solo rappers, it, it can get a little more complex because you got your regional favorites, you got your favorites when you was a kid, you got your like all time favorites that relate to your style. And then you got like cats you just like, you like that music. It ain't really, it might even be just something a little different from what you usually like. So I'm gonna say for my favorites, I'm gonna just stick to my favorite favorites of all time. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go Dale the Funky Homo Sapien. That's Ooh. my favorite solo rapper. You know, he started yes. high row. So I was yes. a high row, I was a high row student. You know what I'm saying? Growing nice. up in Oakland, that was, that was it. So then solo, you know, I. Like it's 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 certain raps I could go personal, but like I you know I I had to throw Nas in there as as somebody yes, who yes. I I I'm a big fan of. I like I feel like Illmatic. I I kind of consider Illmatic like one of the be like maybe the best solo album I like of all time. Like I don't like to pick just one favorite, but like I just Illmatic so ill, and I just like his his body at work is really dope. So I could I could I could throw Nas in there. I could throw uh, Pac in there. Ooh, you know, nice. but see, these are some of the, the reason I don't like to say them is because everybody knows they, they at most people's tops. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. So I, 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 I kind of like to give another person a little extra love because like, right. we all know a lot of people going to name Jay and Nas and they all dope. Like, I, I feel like there's a pile of people you could put at the tops. You know what I'm saying? Okay. But, um, you know, I got to, hold on, since she's throwing the solos at me. You know, I said some of my favorites in groups, but uh, let's see. Solo, I got to go. Um, man, that's crazy how I'm just slipping right now. When, when you, ask me <laughs> no, no, you know how I be? You always kind of know until, you know, because there's certain people who pop up in certain moments. Like, I, certain people I just listen to all the time. Right. And then uh, it might just be like a classic. Like, I listen to a lot of like I like there's certain people I could just listen to straight through like like if you put on like an E40 album or a Mac Dre album or most two short albums I'm just gonna bump them straight through like I'm just that's music that feels like home I'm just gonna slap it but uh damn man who's my favorite solos you know besides the, the besides the people we gonna name you know like I could throw out some names of just rappers I like now from this era like I'm really a big fan of Kendrick Okay. You know, I really like Kendrick music, of course, and then I really was a big fan of uh, of the new rappers like Twenty One Savage. That's one of my favorites. Okay, the new nice. guys, the younger yeah. guys. You know, I'd be fucking with that. I'd be bumping that. You know, I was a big. I'm, I was. I like the Migos shit a lot too. Like, okay. you know, no, I'm throwing no, I'm, out the I'm, stuff that's from the from the era where like some people from my era be you know might have a divide with and stuff like that. They be but, talking you know, that shit. Some of the you, artists I rock with. If you, like, I be I be telling some of my older cats because you're right. And I tell them all the time, listen to the Migos. They say some shit. They say, you just got to give them a they, chance. They come with it. They come with it. And, like, I'm a song guy, too. I'm not just a, like, I, I grew up in, a, you know, I was a I was a bar out rapper. Like, I was always into the lyrics and trying to make, like, the underground style hip hop 
they they called it backpack rap or whatever. Right. I don't like to label it like that, but like that's kind of the vibe I was on as an artist. So I was into like Diggable Planets, The Roots, yes. and I'm coming in the West Coast gangster rap era. So I just was like kind of <laughs> like coming with my own style, my own vibe. Like I still vibe with the music in my hood too. So some of the artists I would name me, you be artists that's that I just grew up just loving, like the Jacker. Like I like I I, I could I could name like my favorites from the '90s and stuff, but like. Somebody like the Jacker is somebody that was my partner. He passed away in 2015. I could just bump him all day. I could just bump any album, any song. You know, I got songs with him and everything. I, I got a song with him and Dead Prez. We shot the video in uh, in Brooklyn. And so, oh, wow. you know, it's artists like that that like that like people love. A lot of people love Jacker, but like on the mainstream platforms, you know, he might not he don't hit, he might not get the exposure of like a like a Drake or whatever. But um, I'm a music fan, bro. Like, I, a lot of times nowadays, like, I was the dude in the 90s, bro. I had every tape, bro. Like, I right. had everything. <laughs> like, since you, I, we, like, I go back to the records, the uh, the vinyl. And I used to be, uh, Ooh, man, I remember, I think my it. first vinyl my mom got me was Ice-T. And we had Houdini. And I was oh, a wow. huge Houdini fan, bro. I used to think Houdini was from Oakland, bro. Wow. Because, like, I feel like I feel like for some reason Houdini had hella press in the West Coast. Cause yeah. for some reason I heard of him so much, I felt like they was like, bro. I felt like they was like the Migos at that time. They was huge to me. Oh yeah. And, and a lot of people they go back to that the early '80s because I was real little at that time. That's like really baby shit for me. And so a lot of cats be on the be on the Run DMC. And I, of course we all love Run DMC, but. Right. I was more of a Houdini guy, and so when I, when I, I, I felt like when I looked back, I was like, man, maybe, maybe Houdini was pushing really hard with their promo in in the Bay in California, because I felt like I heard about them more than Run DMC almost. Maybe yeah. that's why I was like more of a Houdini guy. But who knows? I was a kid, so yeah, <laughs> you know. What I'm saying? But overall, I'm a huge music fan, bro. Like, like. I like a lot of neo soul, like a lot of lot of mellow, mellow, mellow music, like right. the roots and like I like those vibes, like that 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 alternative music vibe, like Jamarquai and Jade and Maxwell. Like mm. if you hear my music, you hear those influences as well. You know what I'm saying? Like every song I do, like on the song you got now, that up single, yes. that's a uh, that's that's on my newest album, Mr. Network Part Two. It's a it's a trilogy a trilogy set, but this is Part Two. And if you notice on the part one and part two, a lot of the songs, like the, it's in a way that the trilogy is like my tribute to hip hop in a way, the way it's made, the way it's laid out. Got it's it. kind of like a tribute that I was trying to give as an Oakland artist and, and just kind of giving, giving my, uh, giving our perspective of hip hop. So each song kind of ha may have a tinge or a little bit of a influence, not an influence, but like you might get, I looked at each song as like a chapter. And each video had its own little spin, and so I was kind of paying homage and looking at like, okay, what was the what was the first influence I had that kind of brought made me love this type of song or this type of what made me want to do a song this type of song or why would I do this song? Like, where did the inspiration come from? Like, how is this a part of my arsenal? And so that's kind of how I made the album. Like, it's like if 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 I had to give my unique statement for what an Oakland artist like myself went through or how we saw hip hop or how our story could connect a lot of different stories from our region. How would I do it? And that's how I made these albums. So that's how every single I made has a part or other storyline, if you get what I'm saying.
Wow. No, I fucks with it. I fucks with it. Um, that was the show, man. That's what we need in hip hop. Shout out to my guy NVM Illusions. You know the vibes. Um, what's up, fam? What's up? Um, what's called? Yeah, like like as far as like with the Oakland sound and the Oakland scene. See, I used to live in California too, so I was gonna. Oh, ask that's you, what's up, yeah, bro. What yeah, park? Yeah, yeah. I was in uh, Sacramento, uh, San Diego. Oh, okay. That's like our cousin. That's like how y'all like the Bronx and Yonkers. Like that's like our cousin city. Nah, like, nah, nah. Some people, you know, Sat, you already know because you live there. Hell yeah, no, nah, nah, nah. It's it's a uh, rough when I run to somebody from Compton. They're like nigga, they said it. So nigga, they ain't count. Sacktown ain't it. No, I'm just fucking. Just, nah, nah. Shout out to Sacktown. No, Sack is one of them cities that's like it's the capital of Cali. But like you know, if you're not from here, it's like like me. I didn't know. Like it's certain things I heard in New York rappers uh, like songs. And then when I went out there, I started putting the map together because I'm hella into traveling. Like I've been touring a long time and like that was part of my dream as a hip hop artist to travel and see the world and yes. like get out the hood and not just be sitting around like a sitting duck and like causing trouble, but Damn. to actually get in the mix. And so I was like, uh, I used to study, I used to kind of compare the music, the music notes and like the... Uh, like I'll compare the music aspect of it and then compare that to like books I was reading or just like traveling or just moving around, like trying to, you know how you, it's kind of like the Bay, it's kind of like New York with the boroughs. It's like yeah. their city, but they feel like boroughs. Like Hell even yeah. if you want to include Sacramento and the side area, the other side cities and stuff. So like, it's like you, I'm from Oakland, I'm from East Oakland in particular, okay, which is its it. own specific hood, you know, its own <laughs> specific thing. But then you can bounce around and be in and explore farther into the other sides of Oakland. And we got hills, and then you got San Francisco across the water. That's like our Manhattan. And then we got the Silicon Valley with the internet popping up and tech shit. Then we got Vallejo up north with the, with the Mac Dre and the E-40 movement. So, like, it was a lot of energy coming from all these different regions. And so I've always been an explorer. So once I learned how to do it in Oakland, I learned how to do it in the Bay. Then I start doing it in California, and then it's like slowly I'll move my way around, around it, little by little. It's like you go from the Bay to L.A., then you try Vegas, and now you try Mexico, then you try Texas, and then eventually, you know, I start making my way further to the South, the East Coast, the Midwest, and then overseas. And it's just like I just do the same thing, bro, the same love for, for the music, the art like trying to do something with it like not just do the music but also do something positive like for the community shit like that and then uh trying to build a, a platform like with my record label like trying to build like a wu-tang hyro kind of vibe where we can put some opportunities out there and get good artists together to make bigger movements and shit like that so i just i just went and did the network thing everywhere i went that's how i got the concept for mr network and everything it's like it's part of the part of the process of just going out meeting people you know you go you come from oakland you an ambassador i gotta show y'all how we do and, and make some Ooh. connections so when i meet the meet cats in texas i say hey y'all come when y'all come out here tap in with me and then we'll, right. we'll show you love and then right. same thing in ny like when the when the east coast west coast was going on quote unquote you know the bay you might have been out here the bay really wasn't into that like we wasn't really about that because you know, we wasn't really the ones, part of the ones with the direct issues, because we're we're not we're not death row and all that. Like we're not we're we're the bay. We got our own thing, so we had our own independent labels. And so when I went to uh, the East Coast for the first time, I wasn't even like 
thinking like that. Like, oh, niggas ain't gonna fuck with me and like people gonna hate me because I'm from the from the West Coast. It was like I went out there like a fan. So like I went, I, I was like New York cats show me hella love. Like even when they come out here, a lot of New York rappers be in Cali a lot and they the legends they be out here doing shows and yeah. doing songs with us and you know I, I always was welcoming to them so when I went to New York they was welcoming to me and it's it's kind of like expanded my uh my artistry because it's like mm. to get love in New York at that time you know you gonna get your love in your city but like when you get love elsewhere and then you go out there spreading good vibes and then they start thinking highly they like it's like you got a responsibility. Like I got yeah, a responsibility like if like I go to another good. area. Right. I got to show that we're we're a, a, a place of honor that they they want to go to or they want to welcome us. So if the next artist come from the bay, they like, oh yeah, I was out there messing with such and such, and he showed hella love. He came to New York and he, you know, yeah, he he was one. cool. And now I want to go. I want to go see what and they that, do. And right. We want to welcome the next one. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's that ambassador, like you talked about. Like it's it's. It's, it's a, a duty. Like we, yeah. I can't. You can't go everywhere causing trouble and tripping and like. Yeah, man, you know, you gotta kind of pay your dues in every city you go. You gotta kind of humble yourself and start over. Say, look, you don't know me, but here's my music, and like I hope y'all welcome me here. Just like in the movies, when a motherfucker find a random tribe in an island, it's like you are gonna get them spears if you don't come at them and say, hey man, look, I'm on your island. Like I, I wandered here on my boat. Like, can I break bread with y'all and, and show love? I'll be the, I'll be the, I'll, I'll stand down, put the spears away. Let's just eat and smoke a blunt and like, shit. You tell me about your culture, I'll tell you about mine. I'll get, take my ass back home and we'll have a trade route. You feel and me? Lit, and we lit. Nah, that's the whole fact. That's how it should be. That's, you gotta break bread. Yeah, you know we mean? start trade route, man. Everybody oh, got love for each other. Hold on, see if. If it was like that, then Will wouldn't have smacked Chris. You feel me? We'd be the world have been a better place. You feel me? Like we don't. I mean, need... it's gonna it's gonna be conflict in the middle, in the mix too. You know, yeah. it happens. Yeah. It's gonna be a part of the game. But you know, like you know, even in, even in with love, it's always gonna be something. Like my thing with the Will Smith Chris thing, it's hella funny that me and you is on here talking because I want to hear more about your your time in Sac and in the, uh, Cali. But like the funny thing is, me and you, I don't know how old you are, but I, I'm assuming you you might you you know your history. I can tell yeah, from yeah. from your show and stuff. You you know the game from front to back. So like it's just hella funny how this is all coming back around oh, with Will man. Smith in 2022. Because I was a fan of. I, it's so funny. I was a fan of Fresh Prince, and I'm hearing people Shout talk out. about him. It's, I'm. It's like. Because of this slap, everybody went back through his whole history and went back through Jada whole history, and then they went back through Chris Rock whole history. Yeah, so it's man. been a lot of nostalgia for me because I'm like, damn, these niggas like hella older now. Like I was a fan when these niggas was teenagers. Word, so man. like that's a part of my hip hop experience to like New Jack City, Holy like uh, you Holy. know, like all the movies they did, all the Holy jokes. I, like I was in Cali. And, Shout out to my guy, Mr. Flow. I see you. Um, which, I was in yeah, Cali. Listen, oh, I was in Cali in days. I was in Cali in the days when um when niggas getting shot at the movie theaters. All right, when Colors came out. Oh shit, yeah, you had to, you yeah. Had to get that's my point, bro. So that's why it's so funny that when Will Smith came in the game, everybody was kind of like he's soft and he like yeah. he 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 just doing comedy rap. And I remember that. And I yep. used to I used to actually love. Like parents just so I I used to love like parents just don't understand. I just right. love the yeah. the theatrics of it. You know, I love yeah. the theatrics of like uh like all his songs had like a 
little film to go with it right. or like some little comedy skit. Yep. And I used to love that. But then the funny thing is, like you said, it used to be people, it's so much dangerous shit going on in the world. Like since, since the Fresh Prince days, Word. it's been wild as fuck in the street. <laughs> and so from Philly to Bel Air to Oakland to, to Queens, it's been crazy as fuck. It and like wild. now that the internet is out, it's, it's like people is tripping because they blaming it on drill rap and that. They don't understand this shit. It's, this shit this been shit going been on. Like it's just that. harder to see because the internet wasn't out. But it's been rowdy. But it's just hella funny how this how this one tiny slap got people talking about like Wanda like Sykes talking about she was traumatized and like motherfuckers <laughs> acting like Will Smith pulled the licky. They acting like, like Will Smith pulled the K or something. Yo. I'm like, man, like. Yo. It was just a little rumble. Like, that wasn't even what we call a rumble. Yeah, like, yeah, that was, was almost like two homies just kind of, like, having to have a, <laughs> have a like, you know, have a standoff. Like, it happened. You know what I'm saying? Like, Get so it's it. funny yeah. that it was Will and Rick, Chris Rock, though, because they're kind of examples of, like, guys who, like, Will Smith was, like, always supposed to be the, like, like too soft or the positive guy. And yeah. like we in 2002 and Chris Rock is like, Chris Rock kind of almost feel, sometimes feel like he still brings that pookie character out like a joke sometimes. Like he joking, he fucking with you. You know what I'm saying? He antagonizing well, you. Yeah. And for them to, ha to, for them to be the one like having a little fight like that in 2022, Man. To see everybody acting all brand new and shit, like like we ain't we saw all this. We seen Will not, like have conflicts before. We seen all this shit play out. Like it's almost like he he already passed all that. Yeah. So now for it to come full circle, for them to fight is almost more comical because we always hearing about like the beefs, the bigger beefs with the mm -hmm. the the, uh, the real murders and stuff. And then this comes and you got fucking Oscars and. People there like acting like it was like it was the bomb of Hiroshima or some shit. Word, like it's, it's like, bro, slap. we moving on. Like yeah. this shit, niggas get slapped every day, b. Every day, <laughs> every motherfucking day, every day. This shit is crazy. Right. So, so, so I want to ask. Um, I want to ask you, who was the greatest rapper to come out of Oakland? And then we're gonna get into your song up in the video. Man, uh, well. The that's a that's not a complicated question, but it's it's a good question because I think that one of the things that influenced me in my city and the, and the thing that's kind of ill about Oakland is like the diversity and the independent grind where you got a lot of bosses that's all like their own bosses that's all willing to do their own thing and kind of like work on their own their own movement. So you got a lot of movement people, movement hustlers, and everybody ain't really all in each other way like that. Right. So, and it's a pretty welcoming area. So it's like, when you say who's the best, it's like, we don't, I don't think we really do that too much. Like, I don't think that's our main thing. Like, you know how, like, uh, in a way, uh, there was that thing for a while with the New York, with the Jay-Z, Nas, and Big thing, the King of New York thing. I mean, well, yeah. I don't think that was really no, I mean, I mean, our like thing as much. Like, because the thing is here, and it's probably similar in New York, because y'all got so many styles and vibes, too. Yeah. But, like, it's like you got different lanes. So, like, nobody will really cross another's lane. Like, it'll be more like a collaboration. So, obviously, you got your two short, who's, like, the legend that's, of... Uh, that, that's like, all I was looking for. That was the voice of, <laughs> of, of Oakland, some would say. Like, he's the most consistent. He was the first. Then you got like Hammer on the mainstream level, yeah, who like, I was like yeah, that's my yeah. dog, that's my that's my that's one of my mentors. 
But like the way he did it was so different than Too Short. You almost right. wouldn't even if you wasn't from here, you might not realize they was friends and they was actually like collab, like not collabing, but like they came out and was moving the Oakland needle at the same time. And mm. then you got the the like the hieroglyphics and souls of mischief and how big they did it and like the way they do it internationally. Like they 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 was the first ones like really going to these college towns and they was throwing their own tours. They started their own like Imperium. And so they have a lane. They got the biggest festival in Oakland called High Road Day. And they even got a holiday. So nice. you got them. And then you got the political rappers and the, and the and cats like the Coop who dropped the, the mm. you know, dropped the politics. And then you had Pac mm. out here, you know, he's from New York, but Pac was out here too. So you had like, you got people who, who kind of move different lanes and then it, the beauty of it is the lanes can mix and merge sometimes. So you'll have a cat that's real a real G, but then he'll be kind of conscious and like still work with the with the backpack rappers and like then you got the political rappers that can call upon the hood rappers to be a part of shit. So to say the greatest, I'm the greatest off top. Like there of you course go. it's me. There you you go. know what I'm saying? T Labrie is the greatest Oakland rapper, but that's just that's just the that's just cause we all kings. We all gotta be kings. I ain't gonna be I ain't going to be nobody's minion, but it's a lot of kings out here. So I, I don't like to really just say one is the greatest, but there's, in my opinion, there's my opinion, who's my favorite is Delta Funky Homo Sapien. Hey. But there's people who are the greatest at different things. Because, like, yeah, I would fact. say, like, Short, obviously, he's had the, I say he's had probably had the greatest career, mm -hmm. like, from, from the 80s to now. Like, he's, like, the trendsetter. Then I was like I said, you got you had Humpty Hump out here, and then, then Digital Underground was my, to me. I feel like they should be mentioned more yeah. with the greatest groups like Daylight and Tribe, but they're often forgotten when it comes to the things they was laying down. Then you got like I said, you got Hammer on. Who's more famous in the world as rappers for for forty some years than Hammer? Yeah. Like as far as fame and, and mainstream appeal, and like I'm I just got back from Korea. I'm sitting there <laughs> DJing. And motherfuckers throwing hammer on, and like I'm texting him, like, bro, I didn't even play this. They playing all your shit, and everybody rushing me because they they know I'm from Oakland. Yeah, so look at look at the impact he having on my career. Yeah. Forty years later, <laughs> like, like 20, 30 years later, I'm in Korea, and somebody coming to me as a fan just because I'm from Oakland, and they know Hammer from Oakland. So like, if that ain't on the map, putting Oakland on the map, what is? And then like I said, so. I don't know. Like I'll say, it's a, it's a, it's a. You have to go to the. You have to decide your lane. But my, they call my nickname is the EOG, East Oakland's greatest. Ooh. So I believe Ooh, I'm the greatest. Strong. You feel me? And and that ain't no disrespect, cause like I like I said, it, I don't believe in a one greatest in anything. I don't think there's a one best of anything. And uh, I I have to I have to also mention Yuck Mouth, bro. Like. Oh yeah. Definitely. The Loonies may be one of the most underrated groups. I mean, Souls, of course. I mean, all the West Coast groups are underrated, but because I'm talking about with the media, though. Like, I'm yeah, not saying yeah, with the yeah, fans, nah, nah. but like the Loonies bros dropped two really dope classic albums on the world. And like, I don't know if they got the, there was the, the like people talked about five on it, but the yeah. album was crazy. Both yeah, of no, them. No, no, no. I and, was uh, like and I then Yuckmouth went solo. And as you know, he went solo and he started dropping some classic banger, banging. He dropped some really dope ass Oakland albums, and they're really balanced. And I say they 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 covered the the spectrum of Oakland very well. So I had to give Yuck one of you know like lyrically 
bar out and all things considered, like like albums, style, reach, you know, doing songs with Biggie, doing songs with, touring with Biggie, songs with Pop, like the respect as lyrical and the balance they had as artists, you know, they definitely up there too. So, you know, and then there's a lot of cats that's that that's not that's Trust not me. known all the, that's not known maybe in the East Coast that was really dope too. Like Mac Dre was really dope, yeah, but you might saying. only get to hear like the song with Little John in this era because he had brought a new song back with him that with some old vocals. But like if you just hear his whole catalog, not just one song, you'd be like. You might take you a minute to catch on to the what he how he coming because he yes, had his own style. It's a big thing, but like it's like some artists just like ODB. He had his own style. You had to get own used style. to. It. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, that's so, it. You just you, you had to catch the wave. Like some artists, and that's what it is. You got to catch the wave. There's many of it to catch, and that's why you know um, right now music is so versatile, and you can have so you could blend styles now. Now it's not just one way. It's like so many ways. What up, Scotch? NYC, she exactly. was performing live. Exactly, and oh. that's a, I think that's the beauty of this era, like like right now, it's, it's such a blend, and you can hear all these influences kind of all good, shine and, and, and all mix and match, and I don't think good. in our era we knew that was coming. Like, I don't think, but I would say places like New York and, and, and the Bay, we were part of the place, we were places that maybe helped move that needle because a lot of artists came here and broke their records in the Bay first. Like, like an artist that had to break their record outside their region because they wasn't getting the lane in their region or sure. the region they, they didn't have the, the, the right deal or whatever. Sure. We was breaking people's records and a lot of people came can come to the Bay and get welcomed into our scene and, and like like the game. He was, he was out here with JT the Bigger Figure. Like a lot of artists were welcomed here and like, you know, allowed to just move around and do their thing and learn and, and, and collab. That's why you'll find a lot of underground collabs with Bay Area artists that maybe didn't come out on a major label. But you know, we, we're welcome in place, man. We, 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 we're innovative mind state. So like, we really fans of, of, other, of the other regions too. But I think we were also really good at supporting our own. And we was really willing to have our own voices out just as equal. Like you come out here, You'll hear a Jay-Z record, you hear a Lauryn Hill, you'll hear a Cardi B, but you'll also hear our local legends right, right. next to him. So right. it's kind of an intriguing type of, like if you look at a Warriors game, you're going to hear a lot of independent underground legends. Nice. Like you don't just hear Drake. You don't just right. hear, like, you know what I'm saying? You don't right. only hometown. hear California Love. Hometown You, you don't own. Yeah, watch a Warriors game, bro. My homie, shout out DJ D-Sharp. He's a DJ for uh, the Warriors. All and right. he, he tap in with the community. He'll have your shit planned. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like we we in a we 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 have we have that type of uh that type of underground railroad type of mentality towards towards how we uh, approach the music industry. It's not just going to the labels and letting, you know, just getting told how to make music. We we willing to take a few chances and put our shit out ourselves. You know what I'm saying? Well, that's a whole fact. That's a whole fact. We're gonna talk um which I wanna talk about your single up. In the video, shout out to my guy. And uh, uh, what's called? How you feel about uh, what's called having NFT attached to your music? Man, I'm still learning. I'm gonna be honest. I'm still learning the game, bro. Like I, 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 I I'm still like my manager keep telling me to get on the NFTs, and I, I'm hearing about it. So uh, you know, I'm, 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 I'm kind of like I'm still I'm, one of I'm those guys too. who. 
I like technology, but like I, I started doing music in the in the stand on the corner and sell your CDs, rap, you know, rap a cappella, no yeah. CD, rap a burn it yep. yourself. Like I, I come from that era too, so I still like I still like sometimes to like have a physical product and like you know I still print I still press CDs when I go on tour. I always keep product on me, so like it's it's cool. Like I, I have my shit online, but like. You know, NFT is something I have to like learn how it works and just kind of just, okay, how can I put my format into an NFT? I'm down to do it, bro. I just don't know how, how to be super excited because I don't really know other than you. like, here's the song. Who's going to, I don't know, do people make them for you? Or is it like making a, a video or? Uh, listen, I got some people, don't worry, I just met up with, shout out to my guy. Oh, it's called Envy mm -hmm. Illusions. And um, no, nah, I'll steer some people your way. Um, yeah, please do, man. Yeah, yeah I'm all about it. I'm just still trying to learn what it is. Like all this shit keep coming so fast, bro. Like we went from iTunes to streaming. I know, I know. Now so it's, it's moving. Yeah, now it's, <laughs> you don't even. It's like it's like people like you know this. You know this. People don't even call it albums no more. It's no. like, oh, yeah, is that your mixtape? Is that? It's like we back to EPs now. Right, right, <laughs> right, like, right, right. I've been hearing more EPs than than LPs now. You feel me? So it's like you know what right. are we doing here. Yeah, like man. I'll tell somebody, hey, I'm about to drop this album. It's a trilogy. It's a concept album. Like, and they're like, uh, oh, like what? Like, they're looking at me like album. Like, and I'm like, yeah, and here's an actual CD. Like, here's <laughs> here's an actual body of work together. And they're like, and they're just like, well, what's the YouTube? What's the video? Like, what's the what song? Can, can I find your Spotify? And it's like, uh, uh, that's all good. It's a beautiful thing to be able to wake up and put your music out. It's just funny how. The, they how the how the uh, how we transfers to the to the fans and listeners now is so it's so out of our control on how we present it now because I was, I was if also, you go to yes. my oh I'm sorry what did you oh, say no I'm sorry I didn't mean to cut you up but it's funny that you said that because I was just having that conversation today of it's a good and a bad that we get um the music the way we get it now now before um the quality of music was better and the reason why I said right. And the reason why I said it because it was a filter. The um the what's it called? The album, you know, the record companies would only fuck with good shit. So that's all they used to hit our right. airwaves. So that determined, you know, whether we was getting some good yeah, you would get some, you know, good underground stuff, but stuff that were really hitting would make it across to 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 a RCA or, you know what I mean, uh Warner Records or whoever the fuck is doing records at the time. Now exactly. there's no now there's no filter. It's like Right. It's like unfiltered water, like you're getting it all. Some of that shit might be bad, right. some of that shit might be... And it's less connection to the product because if you get, when you get somebody CD, even if it's not a person giving, like if I'm selling you a CD in your face, I probably, I used to I pull you. out the headphones and then I rap for you, tell you a story. Like, you know, we make a deal and then you get to physically have it in your hand and put it in on your own terms. Mm -hmm. But like now, it's like, I'll be out at a show or I'll be out at a coffee shop and a rapper will recognize me and just put their phone in my face. Like, this is this new shit I did. Listen to this new beat I did. Or like, it's like, if you come up to somebody, that personal side of it is gone because yeah. like, it's like people will be like, well, what's your Spotify? What's your link? Like, they don't want to take your, your, like your product. Like, I'm not saying they don't want to take it, but some, some of the youngsters ain't, a, ain't accustomed to that no more. So like, they're, they're like, oh yeah, tell me your Instagram or tell me this, but it's, they, they might not have that personal time with you 
where they might have before you look through like you go you you know if that new album was coming out you want to see or hear you gonna go look through the look on the back of the cd for like 20 minutes yeah. decide the price you're like hold on who on this like now it's like they just announced the uh who's on the album and the track list early so like you just look online and it's like you don't even get the you don't even actually get the physical product no. you gotta actually just play it on spotify and then go separately on their website or something and find the or they go to their instagram and find the names of the songs it's like so different and like it's way different and back, remember back when we listened to music when you had cassette tapes you had to listen to the whole album because yeah. you couldn't really skip you had yeah. to you could <laughs> But it, it was harder to find the song you wanted to get to, so you just put that shit on, and then what happens is you connect with the whole project, and some songs you might not have really thought you like, you start getting into, because you 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 starting to hear more, and so I feel like back then, we artists controlled their narrative a little more in terms of like the way the music got to you, right. like you had to right. you had to read about me, you had to read right, my to credits get- now. It's it like you're just a jukebox. Was... You're a jukebox picture. Yeah, you just put That's your it. picture up, and then it's like, <laughs> there's no you got, so now it's about making a flashy looking art piece, and then you just, and then it's like, you click on it, you don't like it, you click right to like Lil Wayne or some shit. Like, you don't even really give extra nope. new music a chance like you used to. Because that's not the format. Hell no, no, you're right. You're right. It's, it's, it's way like unfiltered, it's like, it's more direct. And so that's yeah, why and it changes how it changes how artists make music, and it yep. changes how artists get supported. And because how product, and, how and I'm good. Is. I'm a chameleon. I'm gonna always make it. I'm gonna always figure out a way to start a movement or or, or get something popping. But like, uh, some artists don't get it. Like like you back in the day, you used to could walk into like I would go, mm-hmm. I would go around on tour or wherever I'm at, and I'll just walk in clubs and just be like, here's the CD. Like, who can I talk to? Like, who can right. play this shit? Who I got to pay? Who I got to buy a drink? No like, what's physical. up? There's who no gonna just, who that, can man. I just have a conversation with? And yeah. so sometimes, um, cats will just put that shit on. They'll just be like, oh, cool, put the CD on. But now, you go in a lot of places, they they don't even have a DJ. They have autoplay. Nope. And Hell. if you not on that <laughs> auto playlist, or if you ain't working with the people who got you on the list, you can't network your way onto the on, to getting played. Not because your music ain't cool, but because they already have it on auto shuffle, and it's a it's so easy. They don't have to sit and be like, okay, I'm gonna switch this up and play some new local artists from around the corner. They nope. have everything on the mix pre-made, everything. so they don't care who's on it. Everything this like as long as the hit songs that's out of that day pop up on there. They don't care. Like <laughs> they ain't finna change that shit. You know what I'm saying? Telling you, I'm telling you, it's about it's about the order. It's about the order. And listen, I got my guy right. on. I got my guy on right now. All right, shout out to my guy from NVM Illusions. Remember we was talking about the NFT, so you're gonna drop a little bit of info right now as we get ready to. That's what's up? And then right after this, we're gonna get into your video and your song up because that video is crazy. That's what's you gotta up? tell me about that shit. That shit is crazy. I appreciate that, bro. All right, so hold on one second.
and you could know more about the information about NFTs, the ins and outs about it. Yes. Oh, okay, okay. Hold on, I'm trying to uh, find this link because. Uh, oh, no, I put I put it on our live, and then he'll send it to me, and I'll send it to you. You know what's that'll called, work. Yeah, that'll work. Yeah, definitely, definitely. For sure, brother. Yeah, I'm trying to get in on that mix. That's what we do. That's what we do. It's a lot of information to get into it, um, especially if you're an artist, if you're a producer, and stuff like that. It's actually made for everybody out there, but it's just everybody has to get the grasp of what NFTs are actually meant to be and how right. they work with everybody's daily lives, you know? Right, I do, I do. So I totally I get it. A lot of people out there too, from, from celebrities, um, music artists, um, regular artists. You know, I, I actually have two NFT projects right now that are live, so, you know. Oh, there we go. I have one that I'm working on now. I have another one that's already up live since December. So, oh, okay. Right now, I'm actually, yeah, right now, I'm actually trying to help out a lot of artists out there to know about NFTs and crypto because it's basically the new thing right now in investments. And I think everybody should know a brief description of what it's about and how we can help people out there to benefit themselves, you know? Right, right. And I, I also link that with my motivational urban streetwear too that I have, um, MVM Illusions. Um, I'm actually trying to do a movement, a positive movement to help people's dreams turn it into reality. So I, it, it actually mixes in with everything that I have going through and my vision that me and my wife did. So right. I'm trying to help as much as I can out there, you know, for the community. Because I know a lot of people, um, when COVID hit, it kind of affected a lot of people. Right. That's real. That's real, brother. So that's well, real. I commend we that. So we definitely going to get you tapped in. No, I appreciate you, man. My guy, since day one, day one, he's been tapped in. And we've been shouting. Yeah, just let S- me know how to connect with you and then have, what, what's the best moves. I'm around. I got you cut. I'm going to send you his profile. We're going to get you in tune. We're going to get you in tune. There you go. All right, now I want to talk about your video up. It was filmed in Japan. Right, right. <laughs> I want to check it out. It's a, uh, uh, yeah, yes, yeah, so, uh, yeah, so we get we get ready to play the video right now, and then. Oh, you live? Okay, hold oh, on. Let me oh, see. Oh, yeah, I'm live, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm slipping right yeah. here. Let me see. Okay, okay. <laughs> Wasn't even peeping. Exactly. All right, so let's get in tune. Let's get in I'm tune. I'm still man. learning all these. It's so many shows and links and ways you can uh, be on, be like, like, like bump this stuff and do these type of interviews. So I'm just checking it out, man. All right, hold on. I'm gonna bring the phone over here. Wait, I'm sorry. Say it again. Oh no, is he is he going He's been going live with your performances. Yeah, with his uh, with his uh, music video. Oh, he already went live. <laughs> Am I still live, or you got me on mute? Oh no, you here? Can you hear me? Oh, you think they can hear me right now? Yeah. Put them up, y'all. Put them up. D. Labrie. Shouts out to Sean Black. Trying to watch 
I get my win from the end of the beginning. Ten of my immediate friends is all in. We live it up like Ja Rule to Azul. He mass tequila, dreaming of my girl Tia. This the game of twins up and in my double N. Where you at? I'm in the Bay, bitch. LMFAO, in the West they go. They blow by fast, through the night stay slow. Way oh, way oh, let me get my mind right. Ritual, habitual, lyrical limelight. Off tippers, top off slippers. Mall hipsters, slip me on like slippers. Best papa, less soccer. So trendy, she wanna have fun like Cindy Lopper. And that's proper English. Distinguish me from Sponge Robert. Lunge and get clobbered, you gotta. Put your hands up. Yeah, put your hands up. Hey, hey. Put your hands up, put your, put your, put your hands up. Pump it up, raise the roof, play the flute. G thing like Dre and Snoop. One, two, three into the four, we will be in no hurry. Groundhog Day, Bill Murray. How your girl feeling on me? It feel dirty. She all in my pearly whites, cause you real nerdy. Call her Miss Purdy. Hanging on my cock like Herbie. Inhaling a lot, but not Kirby. This ain't dreamland, see me on C-SPAN. You a fake, wanna be African like I came man? On our meme fam, all the way to Greenland. Span, take you there like Sean Kingston Ahead of myself, future gotta catch up Another time zone, so our grinds never match up Attach my to my resume, fuck them all All net and one when I touch the ball Put your hands up Yeah, put your hands up Put your hands up Put your, put your, put your hands up Sean Blizzle, thanks for the sizzle Snoop and Jay-Z got the shizzle from Mac Drizzle Or maybe he fizzle Or maybe my nigga sick of luffer Big draw puffer with young draw color I want my rainbow back Like Yay saying don't gay bash Oh, don't say that Oh, okay, smash Oh, you don't say rash to bump That's Sean Black Got the trunk on blast Higher ground with immortal tech and poison pen To my niggas, my boys, friends, and closest kin The love is forever I feel the support When I see you at the store We do more than share a course And fuck a rap beef back and forth And then retort Hit me on the hip Cause that's what friends for Like Dion Warwick We all from the dirt When I'm out touring These broads go berserk Put your hands up Yeah Put your hands up Put your hands up Put your, put your, put your hands up Put your hands up Yeah Put your hands up Put your hands up Put your, put your, put your hands up That was awesome, awesome. Thank salute. you, bro. That means a lot to me. Said salute to you, man. Nah, man, that was that was crazy. If I didn't know better, if I didn't know better, I'd have swore right. Remember, Envion was like, "That's fire." If I didn't know better, I'd have thought you was from New York. You sound, you have like an uncle oh, murder. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You got like an uncle murder sort of flow, and like I said, and even yeah, from the way a, that you dress, that's an honor. You feel me? Well, uncle murder, come hard, man. I, I, I talked to Uncle Murder uh, a couple times online when the Oscar Grant shit had went down, and we was putting a song together, like a compilation, like so we could like kind of get awareness out and raise money and stuff like that. And he yeah. had hit me back, and he was like, "Yeah, bro, well, I'm with it." Nori too, like it was like a lot of love, a lot of base shit when we do political stuff. Like cats support it, man, and that's another reason I think it's a good vibe with artists here because. We don't always just reach out on mainstream business. It's right. a lot of political shit right. and a lot of like mental black man shit and like just like like cultural connection shit. 
And so people come out here and build. Like it ain't just it just and it don't be just all business. And I and you know niggas will look out for you when you come here. Like get your weed right and like you know like it don't be just like niggas don't be just trying to set you up and do you hella dirty like that. If you an artist and you come in on the artistry. Niggas gonna tap in with you and, and, and niggas will show you love and even pay you with, to get on a song and, you know, break bread with you. Make sure you good. Like, you That's know? a fact. Cali love is real. Cali love is real. I'm gonna tell you who my favorite Oakland artist of all time is uh, Spice oh, One. There we go. Spice One. Spice. Ah, big, big ah, homie. Spice One. Spice One is... Yeah, that's a yo, solid one. I forgot. Yo, I, yeah. I forgot to mention Spice, man. Spice, yeah, is, Spice man. is crazy. He he's was, a he's a he's a definitely a pioneer, man. He 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 he, he, he deserves a lot of credit. My um so my oldest son, his mom, he, my oldest son do music too. He from uh, he live out in the south, but oh. his mom used to live by Spice One in Hayward. Oh, in wow. little me, side. Me... You know where Oscar Grant was from? Where Oscar Grant was from? She used to live uh, on that block. So like um, I knew him since way back then. Like when he, he was he was always a low key dude, man. Always chilling. He's a real low key kind of guy, he's you know. So he like, also at one point I done point, a lot of shows with him and rock with him. Like at one point, is, is a solid dude, man. At one point, let me let me give you let me give you a quick story. At one point, um, what's called he was out selling NWA and Ice Cube combined. Um, what's called he had a red tape, and it was like yeah, um, it had one eighty seven, uh, one eighty seven. He wrote and like a few other bangers. I think my neighborhood and some other joints. And it was yeah, like a he, it was like a B side. I he had, had all a that nice, shit, bro. He got a nice resume. Mm-hmm. He got a nice resume. Man, that first album. Let me tell you something. That first album, fire. If you ever, ever can find that shit, I got it. So I already know. But oh, you talking about one eighty seven proof? The, the 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 first one, first one. Yes, it, that the was the one, one with uh. Dun, 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 dun. Yep. uh but 187 proof when he he, yeah. he make a, he flip all the uh, yeah, the yeah, liquor names the, yeah, to the, the song. Cool yeah, the we was on the cell of your phone. You could t- the cell phone. You could tell that the East Bay was his home. Like I grew up in the middle of all that, bro. Like because he had a I was around for all that shit, bro. That was when the streets were so crazy out here, bro. Like it was going down out here. Like the rap game was really serious. Like as far as the streets back then. That like I told you, bro. I'm a backpack rapper, so I was just watching, bro. I was just looking and seeing it. But I was I was always trying to rap my way out of it. I was yeah. trying to rap my way until like the others might stay. You feel me? I was trying to like meditate my ass out of the fucking gunshot. You, you know watch, what I'm saying? Uh, you watch sports? Are you into sports? Oh hell yeah, man! My whole family plays sports out here, so like you know we uh it's a sports town, so we was really into it. That's a big part of the hip hop too out here, man. Like yes. The, the sports connection. But unfortunately, we lost our we lost two teams recently. Man. How we lost the Raiders? Are you still a Raiders? And we lost the Raiders, man. Damn, but we I'm still like, fuck damn. with them though. Okay, we got okay. no choice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you, you, listen, man, you know they coming back. They ain't staying in Vegas long. So man, I think they got a minute out there because they got a nice stadium, bro. I can't <laughs> lie, bro. I, I was I was so mad when they left. Bro, I grew up literally down the street, bro. I could uh, run. I could literally walk out of my house. <laughs> and run to the Coliseum and wow. maybe like, it might take about 30, 40 minutes, but I live close enough to run on two feet to the Coliseum in my, in my, with my I could, I could, I stayed in the 60s for a minute and then like, you ever heard of like the Felix Mitchell and like the, uh, <coughs> the uh, drug kingpin and all, it's this, it's this apartment building called the Village. That's where the loonies is from. 
um, Yugmouth is from and all them. It's called The Village, and it's like this big ass. What I guess for y'all, y'all would call it the projects, but like our shit a little oh, yeah. different. Oh, it's like it's like not as big as the projects, and the no, Oakland wide. buildings like... are not as tall as New York buildings. So it's still apartments. It's like the projects, but it's a little bit less tall and uh, and and large. But it's a bunch of those right by the Coliseum where the Raiders play, and I used to come out my backyard and I'd be running to work so I would catch the little we got something called BART that's our subway so we would it's like that's right by the Coliseum so like I would sometimes I'd be running late for work I used to work at a shoe store and I used to run all the way from my house to the BART to try to catch the BART and the Coliseum right there all you gotta do is walk across the ramp uh, you there. So I just grew mm-hmm. up like that with the Raiders, Warriors, A. Yeah. Then we got the Niners and Giants on the other side. Yeah. And then we also got uh, the Sharks in San Jose. And then we got uh, a lot of athletes are from the Bay. Like right, a lot right. of famous athletes yes. are from the yes, Bay. Yes, so indeed. like they are part of the music scene. You right. know what I'm saying? So like right. that opened Oakland. doors for us as artists. Like I did a song for the Warriors when they won a the championship. I did a song uh, at the, and we, we got to do a video there before nice. they closed um, Oracle down. So nice. that was like a historical moment for me to like, you know, do a dope song for the Warriors right before up, like they shut down. I, I, I kind of feel like I locked, I locked myself into that championship history with that. Yeah, you yeah hell yeah. Anything that was, that's that's legendary right there. You know what I mean? Because number one, they, they were like one of the greatest teams ever. And that's how you close out a building and that's in history, right. bro. Every time, like that team is always gonna be spoken about. What up, Snipe? What up, Jay? On the check-in, everybody on the check-in. Hey, I got a question about New York sports, man. Oh shit! Like, uh, I was wondering. I, I already know the Jets Giants breakdown. I finally oh, got shit. schooled on how y'all break the how the how the uh, region breaks breaks down. Who likes the Jets and Giants and the Mets and Mets and Mets and the uh, and the Yankees? But I'm still kind of confused on this Knicks thing, bro. Like, why this big L, like, I never was a fan of the Knicks. Like, why is this so much Knicks backlash? It seemed like, uh, like, I've heard a lot of New York homies say they don't, they not really Knicks fans. And then it seemed like the Nets, I keep hearing that the Nets ain't getting a lot of, like, like fanfare and stuff, even though they got, like, kind of like a, you know, they got KD and all that. Like, I heard that the fans don't really be rocking with them. Yo, my homies cried over here. Is that true? Okay, okay let, let me give you this. I'm so glad you brought this up. This is funny <laughs> as shit right now. Niggas is dying. Let me tell you. I be calling my New York homies trying to talk shit, and they be like, I'm man, like, I ain't worried about no Knicks. Like, they right, don't right. be wanting to really go I'm there right. with me. Like, they be like, right. man, I don't even <laughs> fuck with them like that. I be like, what? All right, all right. All right. All right. All right, here's what's going on. Number one, I'm a Lakers fan. He said the Knicks. Wow. All right, shout, shout out to my guy, Snipe Slugs. He's breaking down with me. He said the Knicks curse. But I would still choose them over the Nets, right? Now let now let me uh, tell you, uh. now let me tell you what's going on. The Knicks stink, absolutely. They ain't won shit since everybody who's a Knicks fan that you know. Them niggas ain't won shit since they've been born. So that's that part. Man, the Warriors was like that too. My whole no, 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 my I'm, whole youth and high school years oh, and no. up until like until my rap career started, they was terrible, bro. Like oh, no, for they, years and years. No, I feel you. I feel you. But they didn't do historically bad shit. See, the Knicks will 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 um, right. um will buy a player who's already hurt, and then they come to the Knicks and they don't do shit. And the Knicks had a history of getting players, and the players wouldn't play that well in the Knicks, and they would go other places and win. Uh, 
Oh right, right. Now I always, I always thought now, I always kind of like I, I always liked the Knicks. Like I, I always liked them more than like the Bulls and shit. Like I wasn't really a Jordan fan like that, you know. Right. We all was Jordan fans to a degree, but I wasn't like a huge Jordan fan. But I, I used to like John Starks and, uh, and Ewing and like the, the, the Oakley. Like y'all had some, y'all had some guys I was feeling. Now, now let me explain the Nets. The right. Nets. You know, I don't rock with, just to make it clear, no, no, no disrespect to Brooklyn. I love Brooklyn. I, I got so much love for my Brooklyn <laughs> homies. Shout out to all my Brooklyn fam. And I, I'm, I, but you know, I can't rock with it. You know, I, you know, the, the Warriors, the nation, we don't rock with the Nets like that. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Feel that's, me? that's cool. That's cool. That's cool. Listen, we don't rock with Kyrie Irving like that. We don't, you feel we don't rock with the Nets. We don't, I'm going to tell you why. The Nets are not really from here. They're from New yeah, Jersey. New Jersey. They're from New Jersey. Originally so, so, New Jersey, right? Right, right, right. So they came over here, and like my guy Snipes just said, he said just now, and he said, I'm from Brooklyn. And what's called mm-hmm. Ever- Oh, shit. Um, what's called Ever- I know they're a new team, so that makes sense. They're a newer team as far as Brooklyn next. No, and they, so brought, the gen- and they brought the gentrification and... Oh, because like of the Barclays got redone and shit like that? Yeah, 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 yeah. So basically all the white people moved in. Our brothers, we lost. Oh, out I've everything. been here, man. That seems like it's going on in a lot of areas, bro. Because it's going on out here too, man. Like yeah. La Bay is almost looking like a shell of itself as far as the, the landscape and the, uh, the 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 um the migrations and where who lives where. It's just it's a lot of stuff just so different since this new era of tech tech moved in. And like you know, this is where the Bay is where Google is, Facebook. Twitter, PayPal, Elon Musk was out here, Tesla, all that shit is out here. Uber, like we 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 got a like heavy tech 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 uh, internet like type of uh, thing going on, and it's been like that. And it's it's like every time a boom comes in, like the internet boom, like it, it really displaces a lot of people, and you know right. that affects our hip hop scene too, man. And and in a way, it helps our hip hop scene in, in some ways. And then also it, it hurts it in some ways. You feel me? No, you're 100% right. Because there's billionaires out here making all this money off tech, but a lot of times the music the music artists aren't, I mean, or just the average person that's poor. Like, it's people out here sleeping in tents, bro. And, like, it was fucked up in the 80s, bro. The crack epidemic and all that shit was wild in Oakland, bro. The murders, like, I got so many dead homies and, like, cats that... Like didn't make it to out of high school and they didn't make it to the to the older years and even to the twenties and like you know out here they said um, during the Iraq War more black men died in Oakland during the Iraq War than U.S. soldiers like that's how and that was in the key times of my up that was in the key times of my growing up like uh, growing from a, a teenager to a young man so. Uh, you know, shit is kind of crazy, bro. How how it how it happens like that, man. Like I'm just saying, yeah, when you got you got uh these 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 rich companies coming in, yeah, they they got some jobs and like you know they they bring some extra shit to the area, but it's a lot of people that's struggling and not. It's it's like it's like you know some of the poor need a piece of that pie if you're gonna come and take our areas and gentrify. Like yeah, motherfuckers need a piece of that pie, so it's so motherfuckers ain't just it's sleeping in tents and supposedly the U.S. The U.S., the richest country that got rich off slave money, you feel me? Like, you know what I'm saying? We ain't really, we ain't really seeing no improvement. Even with all the, we're not seeing enough improvement. Like, it, yeah. Oakland shouldn't look worse than the '80s, bro. Like, yeah. with all this, how we got, we got all these big companies here, but we look worse than the '80s. We got motherfuckers like still hooked on shit, 
still, we got niggas still slanging, uh, slanging on the same block when I was in high school. Like, this shit Man. is real. Like, yeah, no, shit is no, crazy. No, no, Even with all the uh, the rap success and all the athletes succeeding and all these all this shit going down, for some reason, our communities ain't improving. Nah, <laughs> not, not, not as far as the infrastructure. I'm not saying maybe some minds are improving, but it's almost like you got to leave and then just just dip just to be in a keep your head above water then when it's by the time we we feeling like we old enough and got our shit together then they want to gentrify it and, and it ain't even ours no more ain't even us no more so. yeah 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 whole facts whole facts shit, so, wow bro so yes definitely you know what i mean no i'm just being i'm just i'm just i'm just venting about it no nah, i mean no nah, listen this is what we do we talk about we bring this to light like this is what this is what needs to be discussed and spoke about it's a whole fact right now, I'm but not, yeah, I'm, bro, the Nets, the Nets, I, I never knew what the fan base was like because I know that's a smaller uh, Nick, a smaller arena compared to uh, Madison Square. No, but I've never been, like, to a Nets game. I've been to the Barclays, but never to the Nets game. I will never but, like, we just Nets. don't rock with Kyrie. And, we, you know, we got a, a slight <laughs> thing, you know, a little Kyrie. tiny little little rivalry with, with KD. You know, we, we might want to see them in the finals, but, like, we don't – you know, I'm I'm not gonna sit here and cheer on the the, the, the team he left us for, and then cheer <laughs> on the Kyrie who's the for. You know, we don't rock with Brian and the Lakers. No offense, we don't rock with the Lakers and all the Kings right, and all that's that. That's right. No, it's like, okay. But 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 I would I would rock with the Nets if I if I wasn't such a a, a Kyrie hater for the, for the Cavs finals. You know, we just we just we just real biased out here, bro. Like we ain't gonna rock. We ain't gonna rock nah, with the took, enemy nah, at all. You know what I'm saying? Nah, that was that, that was <laughs> like, a tough ass loss. That we was a tough we ass pe- we petty when it comes to sports, bro. You know what I'm that saying? That was a tough ass loss. That's one of the worst things I've ever seen. Like, man, <laughs> right, right, man. Like Kyrie I mean, did I'm, us bad, man. Kyrie did us bad that one year, but uh, you know we never forgave him or LeBron for none of that. No, and, like, no. We no. we just. We just trying to get back right, but then Curry got hurt, man. It's just crazy, bro. Like it's it's so crazy that Curry got hurt at this time. But you know, we'll see, man. I actually think that the uh I was actually thinking that if the Nets had kept uh Harden, it would have been ugly, bro, for the rest of the league. But something wrong, Harden ain't looking right when on Philly for some reason. Cause he's not that guy. Not a, he's not that guy. Say, Cause he's not that guy. He's never been that guy. He, <laughs> He does, I like that. I like that approach, bro. I love. I love it, bro. He like, does I love that approach. Big, he does nothing. I was in trying big to games. be politically correct. I was trying to be like a little poli- politically nah, correct nope, about it. In the last big game, they I had, thought he was that guy. I thought he was that guy for a minute when he went to Brooklyn. I was like, he was looking really good for that team as a point guard. And but it, yeah, you're right, man. He looking. He looking kind of shiesty in uh, in Philly right now. His last playoff game, the one with um with the toe, with the toe of Kevin Durant, he was like one uh-huh. for something, bro. He was what? He was like one or two for thirteen, some wild shit like that. Like he doesn't like think yeah. about. It. Think about yeah, he don't it. like he don't like he don't seem like he be really uh really dedicated to the off the off courts, you know, practice and shit. I'm, I'm not. I don't know. I never met Harden personally, but. You know, I'm just a hoop fan, bro. I like to talk shit. I don't be having yeah. nothing personal against no 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 player. I'm just from a hoop family, and like you know, we hooped every day. We talk big shit, and we just love it. Like we just love it. We heckle. <laughs> you 
Listen, you know listen, what I'm saying? Listen, we listen, still man. doing pickup do games out here. We, you know, we, we my do... brother played against Jason Kidd. My sister was oh, a nice. was a star athlete. My dad was a star. My dad played uh, at the school Jason Kidd went to. Of course, he way older, but he my dad was one of the first black players they actually let play in that school. It's oh, wow. a Catholic school um, outside the hood. It's not in the hood. It's like in a little suburb area. But my dad, my family played in all those leagues with the like, with the like a lot of the times the Catholic league and the private league, they steal the best players from the hood schools. So like a lot of players that's from East Oakland and from our hood, they end up in these private schools and they don't, they end up getting like that. That's how they get that star treatment early because some of the poor schools don't have, they don't have the uh, money to like their hoop program or football program ain't that great. So. Like you know, they kind of steal him away. But I, but but Marshawn Lynch, he went to school in the hood. Yeah. You know, I think Peyton went to school in the hood for a while. Um, you know, oh it's just a you know Dame Lillard. He went to yep. Oakland High. Like you know. So yep. and then uh, you had Brady and them on the other side of the bay. Like Brady and uh, my homie Tully Banta. He that's my dog. He played with Brady. I actually got a song with him. With uh, Tully Banta came from the hey. from the New England Patriots. He uh, he played defense. He played defense on them first Brady uh, Patriot teams, the Tuck Rule years and stuff like that. He uh, all of them is from the other side of the bay, like near closer to where the uh, Google office in Stanford is and all that. That's uh, who else over there? Julian Edelman's from over there. Um, Devontae Adams, like you know, it's just a it's just an athlete field area, just like it's similar how New York, L.A. You know, Atlanta got a it's lot of Cali, athletes. Sunshine, like, it's just a sports. Lot of, yeah, 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 you know yeah, how it goes. Yeah, I'm sure you probably, you know, you know exactly how it is. Y'all got the Rucker. We got that's that type of energy, like the Rucker. We got, we got our little landmarks like that for sports. And so it's fun, man. It, it, it was, it was fun. It's fun part of, uh, it's a fun part of the music industry too. So it was nice. sad to lose those teams. But you know, Young Mouth said it best from the Bay to LA to Las Vegas, I'm a Raider. So I think that helped influence the move to the Vegas to the to the right to the Vegas, bro, because the, the, the fan base is is there. Like the fan base for the Raiders is like a lot bigger than the fan base for the Niners because oh, they was in LA, you oh, know, they got Vegas. And and for some reason the Niners fan base, as much as they had a dynasty, it's a little, it's a little bit of a niche dynasty. Like you don't, you got, you got some people that's like Niner fans from the Montana era, but they haven't done a whole lot since, other than the Kaepernick thing. And like that was dope, but like it wasn't like like cats were Kaepernick fans, but I don't recall people just being yeah. like Niner fans like no, that. No, no, no. It's know always like it's always. I don't know any. Black, I don't know any like. Philadelphia 49er fans. You know what I'm saying? Nah, nah. It's always silver like, and black. It's always silver. And just like here, we got one model here at Keys of Streets. Once you fuck with us, right. you stuck with us. That's our model right Hey, there. I like that, bro. Hey, you up with us. That's That's what, I want you to... See, it's funny. When I when I made up, I made it a while ago, and I kept it in my vault. I kept it in the vault. I didn't put it out. I saved it for this album. And, uh, and then Cardi B dropped up. Yeah. Up like after after last year or like a couple years a year ago like I think I was a year ago yeah. and I was like oh shit I want to put my shit out at the same time because then the PR you know the the, the shit when people were searching her shit right <laughs> like my shit will pop up but see my shit my song version of Up is so different I didn't want to disappoint the the fans that like because Up got a different meaning now yeah now Up means like to beef. 
or like that means like the beef is on, like right. it's up. And so even when I heard Cardi's version, I was like, oh shit, man, I got a song called Up. Like now it's like gonna seem like I I came late with the title, right? Right. But when I heard her version, I had to learn what Up meant. I didn't know what Up meant. I didn't know that was the, that was what it meant. So I was like, if it's up, then it's stuck. And then I start hearing all the newer rappers saying that, saying that. And then niggas in my hood start saying it. That's when I knew. I was like, oh shit, that's what this means. So when <laughs> so I'm yeah, walking around it, the yeah. hood and I'm passing out these flyers of up, and it's like in Japan, it's like some weird shit. And niggas is like, hey nigga, what's up, nigga? It's up right now, nigga. We's up. It's going down. So they 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 trying to cheer my song on, thinking that's what the song means. They ain't heard the song yet. <laughs> they see the flyer. They just see the flyer, bro. So they like, hey, bro, like, look at my nigga D. Labrie. He, he, he got this song out called Up, nigga. And they think it's some street shit. I'm like, oh, fuck, man. Like, I didn't even know that's what it meant. So, <laughs> so people who hear it and expecting it to be like some street shit be mad. They nah, be mad nah, as fuck. Nope, nope. nope. It's like, a what is this shit, man? That's a complete 360. Nah, it's dope, though. But it's definitely a vibe. Nah, that's... You know why I did that song, bro? And kept it and held on to it and kept it for this album? This is going to be my biggest album by far, bro. Mr. Network 2. Right. Mr. Talk Network 1 was my biggest, but this is going to be the, the one. So, like, I saved it because when you asked me who my favorite artist or who my influence is, I told you it was High Road, So the Mischief. Like, I feel like that Up shows kind of like my purest rap style. Like, it's, it's just the pure love of hip-hop for me. Like, it's not, it's not meant to be nothing except D. Labrie, his thoughts, his rhymes, his... It's like, the, it's like the foundation of my rap style. So, like, no matter what other kind of song you hear from me, because I got... I'm one of those diverse type artists, like, like that could drop different well, types hey, of songs. Me, like, like a... Like a, uh, like a, like, like, you know, some artists, you can't just hear one song, because you'll be... Like, if you only heard, uh... Like, if you only heard Brenda's Got a Baby, you're not really getting the full level of all Pac's music. Or right. if you only heard, say, like, um, It Ain't Hard to Tell by Nas, you wouldn't really get the full spectrum of how many type of songs he can make until you take your time and hear him out. So, like, I'm that type of artist. So, like, when you... This, this to me, up was, like, just a pure thing. It's just the beat was just perfect. Beat I wanted for that type of style. And like, it's like when I wrote it, it's like I didn't even write it. It just came to me just so easily because it's my natural rap style. It ain't meant to be a single. It ain't meant to be like in the club. It's just whatever it is. It's, that's how I That's how I, I viewed hip hop. It's like, you know, is. in the end, people be like, what's your style? It's like, just spit and just rhyme and just come with some, some shit that makes sense, bro. Like, yeah, and that's and all so, that's needed. That's all up was, bro. That's it was a pure single. It was a pure rap single of D. Labrie, and I was like, it's not, it's not a compromise Simple. to it. It's just how I sound. And so once I made this song, I said, okay, now I'm knee deep in making part two because I felt like when I made part one, it was such a stress on my brain, bro, because I was trying to make the perfect Oakland hip hop album, and like. I didn't have the resources, I didn't have like a whole lot of budget and I didn't have my I didn't have my solid resume yet to really like that album was my resume to really push me to the next. So before that I had like mixtapes, I had a couple underground albums and shit like that. I had shit out in, in overseas. But this was my first actual album that had songs on the radio, had videos and shit like that. So, so we salute you. when I we made part you. one, it was about my life. 
growing up. It was about my life growing up and getting to that point. And so it's a little bit, it was a little bit of a sad process because I'm making this album, Mr. Network One, and I'm such an underdog in the scene and the hypey movement's out and niggas, niggas starting to drop these like kind of interesting party records that got, you know about oh, yeah. the hypey movement. That shit oh, yeah. was crazy, bro. Oh, hell yeah. And, and as an Oakland artist, I'm telling you, bro, that was a kind of like a kind of like a natural thing that happened, but it was also like some shit that kind of just like a, like a, just an energy, like a tornado that happened. Cause it's not like any of us were shocked, but it's not like any of us planned to have a hypey movement. It just kind of nah, just, just happened, happened, bro. It was yeah, one of the things, bro. That's and what so music is. Music if, evolves. If you look at, music, if you no, look no. at me as an artist, I will be somebody you might see as a, uh, like the opposite of a, of a, of the hypey type of sound. As an Oakland artist, I would, you know, like I told you, somebody categorized me more in the Zionite, uh, you know, D- Digital Underground, Souls of Mission, High Road type vibe, or like the, you know, that more of the, the, the underground rap style. So right, I'm a, making this album man. about my life, and it's really kind of a serious album. And like, I didn't make club songs and shit like that. Like, I, I did make songs like, if you hear up, it could play in the club, but like, I never really was like the, like, I never really tried to make like party songs or party records. And a lot of artists, even Too Short said the same thing, his old records, he wasn't trying to make party records. And I wasn't either. So a lot of my songs was coming off real depressing, bro. Cause I'm talking about all this shit, like my, my first son getting taken away and like, yeah, you know, near death experiences, being broke, my mom having mental illness. And so, it wasn't the same as the, the the coffee shops and the open mics where I'm in the ciphers because you can rap about deep shit and people gonna listen. But I started getting like radio, I started getting like club play and like I started having fans who wanted to, you know, girls who wanted to dance and who wanted to enjoy my my uh, my more party records that was I wasn't even trying to make, but like people were starting to like those because they were getting played. And so I was kind of like still like just making all these deep records. And my engine, my producer was like, bro, like enough already. <laughs> like you torturing yourself. He's that's like, right. man, you, you, you one of the funnest niggas I know. Why don't you make a couple records that's just lighthearted or just chill or just like where you kind of talk about your fun side because it seemed like you hiding it. And yeah. so he kind of he kind of put these beats in front of me like, yo, let's do this. Let's try that. And so I started trying. He started. What happened, he started giving me songs with the hook already on there. And he'd be like, instead of rapping 150 bars, nigga, why don't you just like do this subject on this girl and this girl in the club or this this situation with this stalker or like some shit like that. Right. And so right, I right. would push, try push it, it and I would put my hip hop side to that and be like, okay, I can, I, I've been through with all this shit. So I got stories in my head. So I'm like, okay, I can flip this and make it like a real story but like still put my hip hop twist on it. And so that's how I got certain records that kind of like broke through with radio and like broke through with the mainstream. And when I say mainstream, I don't mean I was on a major label, but like as far as like the type of records, the type of people who was playing it, they was actually playing it next to other mainstream records in clubs and on the radio. And so that's how I made part one. I made part one almost hella serious and then I got forced to make these kind of more lighthearted records that I didn't really think really fit my fit what I was trying to do. And they worked for me. Like the balance really worked Let's for me. It. So when I made part two, I said, I'm just going to make music. I'm just going to enjoy the process. I'm not going to try to 
stress myself over how it sounds or who was the feature or who, you know, I was like, I was, like I said, I was trying to make the perfect Oakland album, which I think, I feel I did in a way. Yes, you know, I feel I made one of the best ones. But part two, I said, I'm not going to come at it like that. I'm not going to approach it that way. I'm going to actually just enjoy rapping how I want to rap uh, uh, and picking the beats I want to pick and just kind of like just letting loose a little bit and celebrating Damn. a little bit that we had got somewhere. So Damn. that's really where Up comes in. It's like, bro, I'm just rapping how I want to rap. I don't have to fit in nothing. And like, and it's ironic because when I made Up, I had made it before the video. So I shot the video in Japan way later, like maybe two, two, two three years ago. Yeah. Like right before the pandemic, we shot Up. Nice. And so the song had been done long before that. So like when I made it, like I was like, everybody gonna think this old. Cause it's like, it's like, it sounds like some, some, some kind of classic backpack rap. Yeah. And so I said, you know what? I'm, that's why it's gonna be my first single. Cause I'm just gonna stick my finger to this industry. Like, look, you want to hear D. Labrie? I'm tired of jumping around trying to get this song played here and this feature there and fit in this box. Fuck that, blood. Like, you're going to hear the raw, raw D. Labrie, and this is it. And if you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. And however great this album turns out, this going to be the first single just to let people know, like, my foundation. And All so right. I said, now it, we're transitioning into a new era of D. Labrie where I'm, it's going to be part two. And we're going to start recording new songs from here. So yeah, upset the foundation it. for part two, basically. All right. So I want you to tell the everybody. Video came find... way later. I got you. We appreciate that. I see I see the vision. I see where you're going. I want you to tell everybody where they can find you, where they can find the album. For sure. And, and that's it. That's a wrap. Give it. For sure. Um, shit, thank you all for checking me out. My name's D. Labrie. Love and beauty resides in everyone. Lies and bullshit revolving everyday life. The positive and negative balance that's part of what makes my artistry and uh you can check me out uh check me out at uh the website dlibri.com um that's we we gonna have we gonna be updating it and uh keeping keeping you keeping all our uh, different information and releases up on there for now um you could also get on my mailing list on, on dlibri.com and we'll send you direct uh, newsletters or whatnot Follow me on Instagram at D-L-A-B-R-I-E, D-Labrie. Twitter at D-Labrie. Um, Snapchat, D-Labrie, E-O-G. All my um, newest singles are on Spotify and all streaming services. So go stream up. I got a triple single out called uh, To Lead the Album Off. And, uh, it's, it's Up, Be Myself, and Baby Love. And so we got three-part video series of visuals we, visuals we shot in Asia during the pandemic so you can check out up now you can check out all the audios of all my newest singles uh we basically getting my whole uh former catalog all back up on on all the streaming sites little by little over the next month so uh yeah check me out on all the streaming sites oh for sure my bandcamp dlibri.com bandcamp.com um tomorrow's bandcamp friday so we get full we get full um revenue they don't take no money out, so please support the band camp. Uh, if you want my music for free, go to SoundCloud, D. Labrie on SoundCloud. Follow me on SoundCloud. Uh, you know, uh, my nickname is Mr. Network, so I got the albums Mr. Network and Mr. Network 2 coming out. I believe Mr. Network 2 will be out in April. Let's um, get it. The latest is coming out going to be May, because uh, 
we're going back overseas in May. So we're going to definitely have it out before we hit Asia again, put it on the road. But uh, yeah, check out all my old stuff. Check out, look for Mr. Network 2. Up is the first single. And then Be Myself. We shot the video in Korea. That's coming next month. Probably 420, we'll drop that. So uh, yeah, stay tuned. It's going to be a big summer. We're dropping a lot of music, a lot of films. And uh, check, us, check out my label, Rendezvous Records. We got different artists. That's like my own little mini mini rap crew we got our own it's just based on my favorite group like Iroh and Wu-Tang that type of vibe where we got a rap crew we got our record crew we got our label and uh, we got our promo company so check us out if y'all want to uh, work with us or you want to check out things we doing uh, shout out New York man shout Let's out to it. the whole world listening I got right, much we love appreciate it. hey thanks for offering me the keys to the street for a few hours with y'all man y'all y'all all good in the bay Anytime, I would love to, love to have y'all out or anywhere I'm at, bro. I would it's love to catch, catch up with y'all, man. It definitely. We would let Get you know we make that West you Coast trip. Me? You know the vibes? You know that? Definitely, man. It's been a great show. We appreciate you. We're definitely fans of what you're doing and keep doing what you're doing. Until the next time, till we you, check man. in. Hey, man. Appreciate you on that West hey, Coast. I- can I get one shout? Can I get a shout out to before I leave though? Yeah, I got a shout out. My 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 first rap, my first rap partner from New York, and he's from Southside Jamaica, Queens. Hey. His name is Stress, and he he uh, he he had moved to Oakland when we was in high school, and uh, he was such a dope rapper, man. It's like we had like this before I really knew about Nas, but he was like Nas to us. Like, but I, I had to say that in the future, in the past tense, because once we realized who Nas was. As far as a rapper, to us, we was like, man, he's like the real thing in the flesh. Because he had that queen style, you know what I'm saying? Nice, so nice, He was nice. one of my first rap mentors, and he always talked to me about his days in New York and his history. And uh, and he grew up around, just like I grew up around the shorts and the hammers, he grew up around the Ja Rules and the 50s. And the, okay. I mean, in terms yeah. of growing up through the Queen's music, so... He is my dog, and he was the first one to show, to put me up on Jamaica Queen and, like, show me love out there. And, like, he uh, actually did a video for me called On The Under, and we got songs together. He on Mr. Network, too. He on a couple songs with me. So right. uh, shout out to Stress and uh, his whole his whole movement, Crimson Eve, my first Queens, Queens New York friend and rap connect. So and he, and check out that video he shot for me called On The Under because when he did it, his vision was as a New York artist, he was like, you know, New Yorkers love their city. And he yeah. was like, he, he always had an issue when he would be in the bag because he always missed home. So he would always look through the eyes of New York. So he said, man, I'm going to shoot this video for you. I want to make Oakland look like how I feel about New York. Nice. So that's how he made the video. And that was an honor to me because it, it, it kind of like, you know, we a small city without the big buildings and the landmarks, but it felt like that, that, that connection was there to have a New York legend do the video in Oakland. So shout out, shout out Stress and shout out all the uh, New York artists I fuck with, Percy C, you know, uh, that's my dog. All, all my New York fam, Elementary, you know, I, I got much love for y'all, man. Keep let's it lit. Let's get it, let's get it. We appreciate you, man. And keep doing what you do, we appreciate it. And uh, now it's been a all great month, stay safe. And stay real till we check in on the next time. You know the vibes, keys to the streets, all right? Yeah, I got to come back and let you hear the next single, bro, Be Myself. Y'all listen for that, too. We're going to be in tune. You already know the vibes. And shout out to MJ and Hip Hop Connect for getting this all together. You MJ. know the vibes. And until next Let's week, y'all, 
I said, we out of here. I'm DJ Southside. We'll be back with Jay next week. You know the vibes. All right. Peace, y'all. Shout out Michael J. Payton, man. He out there working with Irv Gotti on the, on the Murder, Inc. documentary. He was my video director. He, he shot the videos I did with their friends out there in New York and stuff. He, he doing his thing. Check him out. We're, he doing he doing the uh, BET Murder, Inc. documentary. That's Michael good. Jordan Payton. Michael J. Payton from East Oakland. What's happening? Let's get it. Yeah, he just out there interviewing Jay Z, man. It's my little homie, man. He out there interviewing Jay Z for the inter- for the uh, for the documentary. I'm proud of him, man. He, he even made hey, it from East Oakland to Brooklyn, to L.A., rocking with Gotti and Ja Rule and him, man. That's big love, man. Oakland, Oakland city of the Bay of New York forever, man. Y'all, y'all, we love y'all, man. Love you too, man. Fuck we you. appreciate the vibes out there. You know, West Coast, nothing like that Cali love. All right. Let's get it, man. Joe. RDV, RDV, love y'all, man. That's our crew, RDV crew, Rendezvous Records. We fuck with y'all, man. Tap in, D. Labrie, Mr. Network, EOG, East Oakland's greatest. We got the keys to the streets, Queens, New York, Queensbridge. R.I.P. My homie, Prodigy, man. It's good. You know the vibes. All right, y'all. Until the next time, y'all stay safe, stay real. You know the vibes. Southside, we outside. For sure. Peace.